Malik Williams is back. Baseball Media Day was this week. We'll give you a couple of tidbits about that. Today we will preview the upcoming football schedule and much, much more. B-Sim, it's time to start the show. This ain't no joke, this ain't no game This that CSC game They said pull up, so I came You better put some respect on that name Yeah, 55 was goody Kill the vibe, how could he? Big card on the hoodie Let me break it down for you fully This ain't your average broadcast This ain't just no podcast The mother show spread fake news We just call them broadcast West, Joey, Sam, Sean, Dalton And you know that boy Higgy He said he don't want no small fries Tell them they better make them biggie Yeah, you already know what we be on We got the crown, we hold the throne We throw them bells and you take them home When they ring the bells, you know that it's home The bar set, we setting the tone If we set it, then set it in stone Sit in the seat and set up your phone You in the car, no sports zone (laughs) Set it Welcome everybody back to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. We're coming to you live here straight from Fitness Market Studios North. Yeah, still don't have the basement repaired, so we are going to still be rocking up here in the, uh, I don't know if you can tell where I'm at. Oh no, you can't because this is just a radio only except for the guests and crew. Uh, so then I can say it's, some, I'm upstairs in my lavish uh, office studio setting. Uh, apparently I like to, you know... I have a big ego. I'm still not over that, guys. Being told that you have an ego when you're like one of the most humble people on earth, it, it makes me. It bothers me, but it makes me laugh. But it is what it is. We are here today uh, to tell you. Well, first off, the the name of this episode is "I'm Offended" uh, because I got a lot of stuff this week that really offended me that we're going to talk about here in a second before we jump in. We have a skeleton crew today. Uh, I'm here with the cast of the Goonies, Sean Barber. How's it going? And the notorious H.I.G. Higgy. I thought you said Ego earlier, not Ego. Yeah, of course you did, you <laughs> fat. Never mind, I'm just kidding. He's not fat. He's big bone. You know what? You kind of look like a human Cartman. I don't <laughs> hate that. I don't. I don't. But ju- so just explain where everybody's at. Wes's family came in from out of town, so he... he uh, just let me know about 10 minutes or two. He wasn't going to be on today. Dalton's busy working his other job. I get that. Joey probably took a nap and fell asleep. He's not contacted me. And uh, Sam is currently at the women's basketball game. We are hoping to get a live report from him. Uh, he knew what time we had the show today, and he did not, like, correct us. He should have been, can we record an hour earlier? Or an hour later, and he didn't. So I'm going to blame that solely on Sam. But w- what we do have. So last week, I promised you all that I was going to have Marcus Maven on the show this morning. And uh, for pre-gaming purposes, I think he's about three vodkas in right now. And is, he's not joining the show. But what I did go out and do is go and get uh, what I thought was the best number. Especially after, you know, whoring me out this morning. The best number five of all time. Uh, to join the show with us, and it's my guy, Alvin Sims. Alvin, what's up, my man? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Well, I'm offended. I'm going to let y'all know why in a second. But other than that, uh, and I'm kind of mad at Marcus. Uh, I mean, I was going to have you on the show anyway. Marcus just canceled on me. but uh, And by just canceled on me, I mean he hasn't responded to me all morning, which normally that means he is three sheets to the wind. Uh, That's just a rumor. I'm not saying that that's what's happening. It's probably (laughs) happening. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
let's get the show started because I, I, I don't want to take too much of Alvin's time this morning. He's visiting with his kids. Um, and I, I, again, I don't really want to take up too much of his time, but okay. So I, I said this before I'm going to say it again, guys, I'm offended. Sean, you're supposed to ask me why I'm offended. Why? Why are you offended? Thanks, Sean. That's a great question. Probably the first great question you've ever asked. Um, Here's why. Because you you all know my feelings about these message boards and social media and how people can be really tough keyboard bullies and warriors and stuff like that. And a couple of weeks ago, after we broke all the – Broke all the information about what was going on behind the scenes and uh, Coach Mack about to leave, which we were the first to report both of the – well, we were the first to report the dysfunction going on um, in the in the basketball world, but we were the second – we were the first to talk about it, I think, in depth, but the second – Jeff Greer actually broke that story um, on Drew Diener's show that Monday, and then we went on later that night and talked about it in depth. But – um been getting a lot of hate on the message boards and I'm not one that ever looks at the message boards. I don't have a subscription. Uh, I don't need one because I have a lot of people that follow me that send me stuff all the time. And this week I got a whole bunch of screenshots sent to me. I was told, I don't know. Here's some of the, the comments that, that guy from Twitter, I was called that guy from Twitter. I was called the little blogger boy, the little blogger boy by somebody. Uh, I think the one that offended me the most, uh, this is just some guy that knows a bunch of players from the eighties. I'm offended by that mostly because I was about a decade later. Uh, I didn't pop off onto the scene at U of L till about 95, 96. Uh, and then the people I knew, I would say I have a really good relation. I probably have, and this is not a lot of you all said, Oh, he's got an ego. He likes to brag a lot. No, I've just been very blessed. That's why my Twitter name display name is blessed because through both times up at UofL, I got to meet a lot of people that I built bonds with and kept bonds with. I mean, Alvin can attest to that. He was there that first time that I was there. And then the, the second time I was there was when I met, uh, you know, Jerry Smith and Edgar Sosa and Earl Clark and DC and those guys. And, you know, and Perrin, uh, Perrin Johnson and Terrence Farley, you know, got to form some great relationships with those guys. Larry O'Bannon. I can't, how can I forget Larry? Uh, Francisco, great dude. Uh, but one of my first days at UofL, the first time, so just to do a little background, because apparently a lot of people don't know my background. They just think I'm a guy talking about stuff on a podcast, that which I've been doing radio for eight years now. So if you don't know who I am, then either you haven't got out of your mom's basement that much, or you, you just don't pay attention to all media avenues. But I arrived at UofL in uh, 1995, the fall of 1995. Um, I was on the football team for two years, was injured the entire time, never got on the field. But my first day of school, I walk into my communications class and I look to my right and there's Dewan Wheat, which I know a little bit, and there's Alvin Sims, and there was somebody, I want to say it was, <sighs> I want to say it was either either Nate you went to school with Nate right yeah I think it was J.O. J.O. yeah 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 I'm sorry I didn't mean to scream like that. It, it, it was Jason which I also knew from being around Louisville uh, I went to school with Derek Anderson so I already had been blessed to know because all those guys come to watch Derek play when they weren't playing him so 
uh, I can really attribute all my success back to Derek or all my blessings anyway, because that's how I got to know a lot of the basketball players here in the city of Louisville. You know, even Dwayne Morton, Adam Childs, Brandon Bender. I know that's not a very popular name with a lot of you uh, Cardinal fans out there, but nevertheless, I, gosh, I'm trying to remember uh, Alonzo uh, Evans from, I think he went to Western. And what was the guy's name? Uh, I mean, he didn't play at Louisville, but the guy from Valley that was so good in basketball. Only Anyway, so I, I was very blessed to be able to meet a lot of those guys behind the scenes. So I walk in, Dewan and J.O., they immediately recognize me. Like, hey, what's up, man? So I got my first my first class in my first semester in college. I'm sitting there with three guys that I watched play basketball because they had already been there. Um, they'd already they'd already been there. Let's see, y'all won't be able to hear it. Okay, Sam, you know what? You're fired. You're not ever coming back to the show again. He'll be here next week. Um, but so Sam's not joining us. He just he, apparently he didn't see the 400 times we said that the show was at two o'clock today. So it is what it is. But these were guys that even though I had friendships with two of them, like the Louisville Cardinals, that was my team. I, you know, I, I was blessed enough to be able to recruit, be recruited by them in football. Um, I was unlucky enough that I was hurt, but lucky enough I was me. Alvin was the first guy on the team that I met that I didn't know already. And, like, he just made me feel like, you know, I was family. And th- that was that was j- just an awesome feeling. And then – so I, I was at UofL for two or three years, uh, no, three years, and finally, you know, my, my football money ran out because they, my, Dr. Rudy Ellis said I was never going to be able to play again, and uh, I quit school. Wasn't, it, wasn't the best decision. I was very, very upset because football and uh, sports in general, was that's all I, I really ever knew. So quit school. I didn't go back. I've told the story before, but in 2004 – my next door neighbor, which they, they were the Farleys, Terrence Farley, came over and was telling you know I was telling him how proud I was of him for getting a scholarship to Louisville and playing for Coach Patino, and he's like, "Man, I know you've only got like a semester and a half left. Get back up here and finish your de- your degree." And I'm like, "Man, I'm a little I'm a little too old. I, I feel like and at that time a little too old. I was like 26 or 27, whatever." And he's like, look, I'm nervous about starting school. We can start together. You can help me out. I can help you out. Everything will be all good. And that's how I met all the basketball players up there at that time. Uh, Even all the way, you know, I mentioned a lot of them earlier, but even uh, Otis George, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my entire life. Brandon Jenkins, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my entire life. And even T-Will. T-Will was hot and cold, but he was – he was always for the most he was for the most part nice to me uh he was a jerk at times but everybody plays with that guy that just you know he's different from everybody else and that was definitely uh our different guy but just for those of you all that are are that don't know me and are like man who is this guy i'm just letting you in a little bit to see who i am i'm not name dropping or bragging on purpose i'm just trying to help you all see that uh i know a little bit about what i'm talking about but no I'm offended. I do not know a bunch of guys from the 80s. I was like five in the 80s. Uh, I, I, I don't know those. But I had a guy say that I blocked him for no reason in, in, in the message board screenshot I got, which was not true. I blocked him because he asked me a question. I gave him the answer. He said I didn't know what I was talking about. I wasn't going to be able to change his mind, so I just blocked him. But that's why I don't me- uh, mess with those boards. They don't know me. They don't know who I know. I'm going to leave it at that. 
uh, also since the all the message board cool kids say that I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not even going to mention Kenny Payne, which is one of the only 80s guys I do know, anymore uh, until he's named the head coach, and then I'm going to shove it in all your all's faces that said I didn't know what I was talking about. So let's start the show finally. I know we're sitting here 12 minutes in. Jeremy's rambled. That's fine. That's what I do. Um, we got to play basketball one time this week. It was against Notre Dame. Malik was back. Uh, also, a good thing about this week, I beat COVID really bad. I beat it like it stole something. I beat it like, well, like Notre Dame beat us the last six minutes of the game the other night. Uh, the game was frustrating. We got whipped in the first half. Guys were playing uninspiring defense, getting just ran right by, jacking up threes, the usual. I don't understand this philosophy of the if we're down by – Alvin, I'm going to ask you this first question. As you can tell, I'm going off script here a little bit. Um, if you're down single digits, is there any way you shoot a three with nobody underneath the basket to rebound for you? Hell no. Okay, let me. Let, okay, that's a pretty good answer. Um, is there any way you even look at a three? Because I know I wasn't a world-class basketball. Actually, the first time I ever played basketball was when I got up to Louisville and uh, – they would be like, because back then, everybody went, you know, after class, if there was no practice, everybody went up and played at the sack. That was just what what we did. So they, I had I had really not, I had a hoop in my driveway, but football was my game. I'd shot free. I'm never anything competitive until Alvin and them pushed me out of my comfort zone, and I started playing basketball and everything. But even I know, or the way I always played the game, coached the game, whatever, is if you're only down by single digits, don't shoot threes unless they're wide open because you're going to get yourself in a bigger hole shooting threes. If you, if, if you don't hit, if you don't hit them. So like there's just a lot of situations where we jack up threes every time. And we, we gosh, man, we changed our philosophy a little bit in the second half when we started taking it to the basket. Even our guy, JJ, uh, trainer got in, uh, speaking of, you know, J O, uh, JJ got in and was being a difference maker in the game. We took the lead at 55 to 54 with 614 left in the game. And that was the last basket we had scored. So we went six. Sean, you know, my whole thing since coach Max been here, which he's not now, but this is still his team has been droughts, droughts, droughts. It is completely unacceptable to go six and a half minutes without scoring in a game that you battle back, we were down 12, I think. We take the lead at 55-54, which was kind of middle finger to me because my number was 55 at Louisville. You all call me 55 because I wear all the, you know, I wear my logo on everything most of the time. I did pick up the sweet uh, USA baseball hat uh, today, but uh, I digress. But, man, that 55-54, to 54, you know, I just knew, and this is what my Twitter timeline, just for those of you all that weren't paying attention, here was my Twitter timeline between 8 and 8.30. I was pretty frustrated at 8 o'clock. I said, all right, <laughs> you all got till 8.30 and then I'm out. About 8.15 I tweet, they're going to stick around just long enough to piss me off, aren't they? Which a lot of people agreed. Uh, 8.18, I said, thanks to ESPNU, I will never forget the greats on that 2013 title team like Chase Behannon, Ross Smith, Peyton Siwa, Kevin War and Georgie Jang because they were just oh my god and that's what that's what they literally said Chase Behannon and Ross Smith and I'm like okay this is stupid and then finally with 6:14 left 
I tweet out, and just like that, in the blink of an eye, paying homage to our national championship team that went on that big run. And then I tweet out, it's 55-55. to They hit a free throw miss when I said, we're just going to start jacking up threes, aren't we? And then my next tweet is, and just like that, in the blink of an eye, sad face, you know, going the other direction. And at 8.30, it was 55-55, to so that was like a big middle finger to your boy. Um, and that, that's the end of the tweet, Cap. I've said this for the past few weeks. I think that this team is 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 really talented. I don't think they were properly motivated. I don't think they were properly coached. I still everybody thought when Coach Pegues took over, it was going to be like, oh well, everybody's going to respond now, like they did at the beginning of the year. I'm I'm here to tell you that I talked to you. Know, I still have connections on the team, and the, the couple of the players that I talked to said it's made no difference. Like, that guy doesn't respect them, so they don't respect him. And just the fact here, – here's one thing I'll say. Because what I can tell you from – because I, I was kind of like a glorified babysitter for Coach Patino uh, because he knew I, how much I loved the university. He knew I would protect the guys. Uh, I did my very best with D.C. He just would get out of my – sights from time to time but as far as everybody else was concerned I kind of, I, I did a really really uh really good job with those guys. but one thing that you never did you never heard players or parents or coaches speak to outside sources and everything that's going on at Louisville right now is getting out to people I mean it's getting out to me I've I've got graduate assistants and players parents and players even talking to me freely and is like, yeah, we don't care if you say anything on the air, which is kind of what got the whole uh, revolution started. But I've never seen a team around this university in the 06-07 team with Jerry Smith and Edgar Sosa and Terrence Williams and Perrin and Andre, you know, the guy we don't talk about his last name no more. There was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes there, and I'm not going to spill any of that because it's athlete's code. I mean – that's just not how I am. But as many problems as they had off the court, they didn't let it show on the court. Alvin, I know I know that that one of the I don't remember which season it was, but y'all had a season where there was just like off court stuff going on every week. But the difference was you you kept it strictly business on the court. This team has been the opposite. Uh first off, why do you think that is? And secondly, what do you think? Is there anything they can do to turn the rest of the season around? It's only like six, seven games left. They're gonna have to come together as a a team without the coaches. I mean, we we bonded. We had a relationship. We had a relationship. Everybody had some type of relationship on the team. That's why we can handle stuff that that happened off off the court. Uh, shoot, when we played against. We went to UCLA with six players. Mm-hmm. Beat them at UCLA. We had six players, and Jimmy King and Robbie Wine was the was the people that was supposed to come off the bench. But we couldn't, you know. That's all we had to rely on. But no, I, I think it's like um, they should have had a uh, relationship built with, before the season. It's, it seemed like they they didn't even have a goal. No, so, I mean they no. don't even help each other. Defense. No, no. I mean, I saw Malik just absolutely get ran by a couple times the other game. And, of course, he wears number five. I'm not used to seeing anybody wearing five get beat like that uh, on defense for Louisville. But just ran right by him. And then you look underneath the basket, and there's players just staring up watching the guy that beat him. Like, 
that's just not Louisville basketball. And what we've been told and what we've talked about throughout the last few weeks is like there's two different sides. There's a player A side in the locker room and a player B side. And there's a couple that, that don't really full, full with either side because they don't want to get caught up in the drama and stuff. That's something else that should have been nipped in the bud. And uh, yeah, I am glad to see that Malik got to come back. I, I, I will say this. I feel bad for Malik because when he got kicked off the team, everybody just piled on this kid. And he is still a kid. As long as, long as he's playing, for, he, he may not be a kid number-wise, but I can tell you this. There were several players that I had been around uh, at UofL both times that had never been used to taking care of themselves. See, I always had a coach home or a, a parent at home that took care of them. There's a lot of times that I had to be a parent as far as like giving advice, going and grabbing food because they didn't know – Never shopped before. Didn't know how to space out their money or anything. Um, so it just, it just, it just baffles me how we could be sitting here with this team and um, and then be in the shape that that they're in right now. Uh, but they did get the rest of the week off, extra rest. Uh, yeah, Sean, I'll ask you this question because you haven't talked yet. Um, do you think that this extra time off is good for the team? Do you think it's going to help help, or do you think it's just going to be more of the same? Until otherwise, I think it's going to be more of the same. I don't see how it changes even with the extra time off because until these factions decide, you know what, we got to put aside this this crap and we got to work together, we probably aren't making the tournament. They got to be honest with themselves. That's another thing they got to do. They got to be honest with themselves because I feel like all of them are not being like looking in the mirror and understanding who they are as a player uh, that, that, they got responsibilities they have to take on the court. I think they have to do, they have to be honest with themselves and they have to work together. As Alvin uh, mentioned, if they don't work together, it ain't going to matter. I mean, and it can't just be something that's cosmetic. Oh, we had a players only meeting. Well, they had a players only meeting earlier in the year. Now, granted, they had that meeting and then they played well. I believe it's right before the Bahamas, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So maybe another players only meeting can help. But I, until otherwise, I just don't see it. Absolutely. Higgy, what about you? Do you have any uh, different opinions? You know, I don't like to let you talk a whole lot, but do you have any what – you, what you got to say? No, I just think, like Sean said, it, unless I see it out on the court, there's nothing that's going to change right now. When the way the team has been, like following them even on social media and stuff, you don't see them, hey, I'm hanging out with so-and-so or doing this or doing that. They're not com- having a collective team agreement almost – so no camaraderie is what you're trying to yes. say. I figured that was the word you were looking for. You looked, you looked kind of uh, constipated. So I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd help you out there. But no, even with uh, gosh, even with T. Will and Earl and them, like there, there was a so Earl and DC and 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 Perrin and and Terrence and I mean the, Samardo and them were on one side, and then T. Will and Dre were on the other side, and. Even though they didn't get along, they still went out and took pictures together. They went out in public together. They did stuff together. Uh, even though they didn't succeed, I would at least say uh, that they tried. They, I mean, Coach P was really big on uh, team building and stuff like that. Uh, they went, they went uh, laser tagging all the time and paintball and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I just I don't know what what we can do to get over the divisiveness. We get out here on the court. We looked fantastic against North Carolina the other day, which absolutely. 
murdered Florida State yesterday. They were up like sixty-two to twenty at the half yesterday, um, and then we looked we looked fairly decent against Notre Dame in the second half. Uh, our problem at the beginning of the year was getting. We, it, it took us a while to get started, and now it's like, well, we either play we, – we don't put a, uh, an entire 40 minutes together. We either play good the first half or the second half. Now, that was the issue the first half of the season. These last couple of weeks, we've played bad pretty much the entire time except for maybe one run. We get one good run in a game where we either catch up um, or – well, no, we, we catch up. And, and battle with them, or we catch up and, like Notre Dame, just fall apart at the seams. But, again, I don't really – I feel awful for the team because, like I said, Malik's a good kid. He's a good guy. I won't call him a kid if that bothers some of you all. He's a good guy. Um, I, I I do know him. I know his, his mom personally. So – and that, that may – that may make me a little biased as far as he's concerned, but there's other kids that I talk to a lot, like Sidney Curry and Jalen Withers, and neither one of them have been ones that have told me any information, just to get that clear uh, right off the top. But like they want to win here. They want to be successful here. And it's just we've got guy. And I think the biggest issue, the thing that led us to having such an unbalanced team and I don't know if it's been talked about a whole lot. I do know that uh, I've talked about it with a few people. But I think the fact that we got such a <sighs> wonky team as we do is because these kids weren't allowed to come in and have a visit at Louisville. These, these were all COVID visits, like Zoom visits. And maybe Coach Mack didn't get to get a full um, grasp of who he was bringing in. And uh, which you can't – Malik was Coach P's uh, player – so you can't put that on him, but Malik doesn't have any issues the whole time he's here. Coach Max, Coach Mac leaves, and then the, then him and Piggy's get into a fight, and he gets kicked off the team. Now, again, when I say fight, they got into verbal altercation. No punches were landed, so you can't call it a fight. Um, and then he has problems all of a sudden. But what we have to remember is these kids – are different from, and I don't like to say this a whole lot because whenever Higgy likes to point out how how much older I am than him, I give him a hard time about it. But one thing that me and Alvin didn't have to deal with back in the day was people getting on social media and trashing us after games. Now they may have gotten together with their friends and family or at church and trashed us, but we didn't have to see it twenty four. We didn't live our lives on social media twenty four seven. We don't have to. We didn't have. Uh, YouTube or Huddle. I know that makes me sound even older, and I don't care. Uh, Sean, Sean didn't either, and he's not as old as as I am. But uh, they just they have so much more pressure now, and especially with them being encouraged to share their feelings a lot more, which we definitely weren't encouraged to, sh- to share our feelings growing up. And I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but it has led to 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 more things like this happening. So. I don't, again, I feel awful for the team. It's not entirely their fault. I feel awful for Coach Chris Mack because every instance, every time I talked to him, it, it was a good experience. I, I don't have anything negative to say about him. I think he was hindered greatly by the NCAA cloud and COVID. I don't think he got a fair shot here, but I do wish him the best of luck. Uh, he's in L.A. right now for the Super Bowl, I think, uh, cheering on his Cincinnati Bungles, uh, Bengals, I mean. Is, is that your team, Alvin? No, nah, but I'm rooting for him. Who's your team? 
San Francisco. Okay, that, that's way. I'm not. Oh, you mean the team that beat the Bengals? The only other two times they've ever been in the Super Bowl. Okay, good choice there. But no, I'm not. I, I'll me being a Steelers fan, I will never cheer for the Bengals. I, I, I couldn't. Do, that would be like you all telling me, "Hey, Kentucky's in the national championship game. Let's cheer for them." No, I'll just turn off all the equipment and go to sleep. I'm not doing that. We'll, we'll not do that. That's not because that's just the rivalry part of me, I guess. Um, all right, let's get back on track a little bit, though. Y'all said nothing can be do, uh, can be done to turn things around. Higgy, I'll start with you on this next question. Uh, do you think we're going to make a run to finish the season, or is it going to be like I've said for the last two weeks? We're not going to win another game. And you know how much of a fan I am. It pains me to think that we would lose two or three in a row. But two weeks ago, I sat here on the show, the last time, right after the last time we won a game, and said we're not going to win another game the rest now of the 100% season. 100% after seeing Notre Dame the other night, I 1,000% agree with you. So 100% after you saw the game, you're 1,000% with me. Okay, Higgy. Yeah. Sean, what about you? Do you think we win another? You think we slide slide one? In, unlike you, we slide one in somewhere. <laughs> um, I, I just don't see it. Uh, the only game I could see maybe is Clemson, but that, I, I that's kind of where I, that. that's kind of where I sit at now. Is that at Clemson or here? I don't know. I had to look. I I haven't. Hey, you look it up. Working. You're the stat boy. You look that up. Alvin, what do you think? Do you think we pull a couple wins off, or it, it's hard to ask? anybody especially a true fan because you never want to sit here and cra- especially you you've been a part of a Louisville basketball team um so I don't want to put you on the spot or anything but do you think we do you think anything let's do it this way so we don't put you on the spot do you think anything changes the, do you think a light bulb comes on and we pull a couple off going down the stretch or do you think it's just business as usual it could happen but like I said earlier if, it, if there's no relationship between Players and coaches, it's not going to last long. Yeah, and and these players and coaches have no like y'all thought that that the that uh, the connection between Mac and the players was bad. Uh, like the players were sad Mac left, not because he was a better coach, but because that meant they were going to get more um, focused on by Pegues. They just they don't. There's no they don't connect with the coaches. And again, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that that coach was not able to get a, a majority majority of them. I have no idea what's going on with Jalen Withers, uh, love the dude, uh, or Sam Williamson. It just seems like they have had a switch turned on or turned off. Uh, you saw flashes from Jalen the other night. I was really happy, and I did I did text him after the game and tell him how proud I was. And to keep his head up and keep playing with that intensity because sometimes he gets out there and you're just like, Jalen, like you ever seen like the the cartoon where uh, where somebody's poking a stick at something and is like, come on, do something. And like sometimes that's what you want to do with Jalen on the court. You're like, come on, man, do something. You're just standing there. Okay, for some reason, Alexa, be quiet. Nobody asked you nothing. Clemson um, game is here. Do what? The Clemson game is here. Okay. All right. Louisville by two. Uh, maybe. Um, but so we, we're, we're all kind of expecting for things to stay the same, though, because there's just no connection. The kids just don't see. I mean, we, again, on this show, about three or four episodes ago, we reported 
that the report it, this wasn't y'all know me i'm told stuff and i normally don't say anything sean can how many times have, have we been told something that doesn't come publicly come out publicly for three or four weeks like we don't tell you nothing higgy because you you talk you got diarrhea of the mouth we don't talk tell you stuff but when i don't was the last time i told him I don't know. There's a lot of times that I get in my little mini group without you and tell them stuff I don't tell you. But anyway, I digress. I'm just kidding. Uh, but Sean, how many times has there been stuff that I've told you all that that has happened three weeks later and y'all been like, why don't you say something? So, and I'm like, no, it's better to be right than first. And plus, I like knowing stuff before everybody else. I don't have to get out there and put it out. But when the players, <laughs> when one of the players. When a couple of the parents and the graduate assistant was like, dude, none of these other people will share. We're telling them there's stuff going on behind the scenes. Will you do that? That's the only reason why I did it. I don't like, I don't like to, there, there's many reasons. And, and this will, uh, maybe this will satisfy the uh, message board cool kid crew, but I don't like to say things uh, because even with the most certain of things, they can go awry at the last second. You know, there, there's been, coaches uh, football coaches that we've had lined up that didn't end up happening because something happened uh, somebody threw a hell mary no pun intended at the last second uh, we had a kid tell us he was leaving that ended up changing his mind or no no we had a kid that told us that he was not committing to louisville and ended, or told us he was committing to louisville and then didn't at the last second so you don't you just it's a dangerous business and that's why when i when i did that show and then people on some of the, the local people, which I love, I love, I don't have any issues with any of the local radio people, but I put out, we put that information on the show. And for that whole week, a couple of them were like, well, that's silly. Uh, you know, we respect Jeremy, but we've not, we're around the players and coaches all the time. We've never heard anything like that. And sure enough, that next week we were talking about how that show we did was over a million listens. Because all this stuff started coming public, and these people that just know it all didn't end up knowing what they thought they knew. So when, when you get information and sit on it, that's what I prefer to do. That's why when, and I'll be honest with you, if I had this to do all over again, I would. We were on our way home from St. Louis two weeks ago from the Royal Rumble, right about this time. And I got a text uh, from somebody that said, Kenny Payne's in town. Can you check that out? So I hit him up. Are you in town? Yes, I'm in town. I'm interviewing for the job. And I put that out there that he was interviewing. For, I said, can I, can I text that? Can I put that out there? And he's like, sure. I don't care. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I put that out there. And I was called. I had been for the last two weeks had been called every sort of stupid, dumb. You don't know. Who are you? You don't know nobody. You didn't score any points. And I'm like, man, y'all really, that's why when I had my little, two weeks ago when I had my little pipe bomb uh, segment where I just like went off, and then even with that, people were like, this guy's got such a big ego talking about who he knows and who he don't. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that I've spent my, I'm not sorry I've spent my life building connections with people and uh, caring about people. I mean, me and Alvin have been friends for, for years now, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to say the years because that, probably longer than Higgy's been alive but you know I, I keep these relationships and and because I mean I we make friends and and you're supposed to stay friends with your friends you're not supposed to lose track 
That's why this past week I reached out to a bunch of my my friends from back then and was like, hey, just checking on you. I hit up Earl Clark this morning. I said, hey, Earl, you know, how, how you been? He, of course, Earl was like, man, I'm cooling. I'm just ch-. Now, he texted me, so I'm just assuming because that was his voice. Not much, man. I'm cooling. I was like, man, we need to get you on the show soon. He's like, bet, man, no doubt, no doubt. So maybe we'll have a run where we have a number five on each week for the next two or three weeks. I'm going to try to see if I can get uh, – Marcus uh, away from that uh from those vodkas with a twist long enough to come on the show but you know I just I've always I was raised to to not take your friends for granted and I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that and I'm not going to apologize that I was I've had I may I may not be a rich man but I am somebody who has got to meet a lot of people that have played at Louisville where as to somebody like you, Higgy, let's take you for example. Would you, would you like to have known one, one former and I'm not, this is not Jeremy throwing, you know, flexing or anything, but would you like to have one former Cardinal in your phone being a fan? Wouldn't that be cool to have one? I got like 60, like, and I don't think nothing of it. Like, that's just my friends. Like it, Okay, that was kind of a flex, but I mean, against you, Higgy, that not really that big of a deal. But uh, you know, I just I've been blessed. I'm not going to apologize for me. I'm not going to I'm not going to keep doing this. I don't get on the message boards for a reason. It's because mostly it's a lot of people that have no connections that just like to spread around rumors and guess things first, and that's just not for me. I'm not going to make fun of you if you like them, but that's just not for me. Especially since I've seen all the hate. Like, how can you hate me? Like, get out of here. Uh, Alvin, last question. I'm going to let you go because I, I, I know you're busy. You're visiting with your kids. But, uh, again, earlier I said I'm not going to mention Kenny's name no more, and I'm not going to mention his name anymore uh, until he's named the next coach. But what, what, are your, what are your thoughts, Alvin, on Louisville's next coach if it is Kenny uh, Payne? Um, like I said, you just come in, build relationships with your players, uh, everybody has to be focused, one goal, uh, have each other's backs, uh, be on the same page. Uh, you know, I, I hope it's Kenny. Uh, he'll bring back uh, tradition. Uh, the, the fan base will definitely um, back him up. And I think I think that'll help the players as well. Absolutely, because that's one thing that the players were complaining about, coming, into, coming to the Yum Center, like, my God, I mean, I loved Freedom Hall, but the Yum Center, man, is just next level. And to go in there and only see, like, 5,000 seats filled, like, they were upset. And they had a reason to be upset. But when when you lose, I mean, and this was something I was going to talk to Marcus about because Marcus, and this is no joke, he was a part of two teams that were, like, 12 and 20. But the stands were full the whole year because they could tell that they were grinding and working hard and trying to entertain the fans. And at the end of the day, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. But yeah, I just, I, I, I'm along with Kenny for a couple of reasons. I think he can unite the fan base. I think his recruiting prowess, I think he'll instantly bring in a number one recruiting class. Um, I, I have said on Twitter and I'll say this on here, I'm anticipating this coaching staff being Nolan Smith, which is Derek Smith's uh, son. Derek Smith was on uh, the 80 championship team, I believe, or was it 86, Sean? Uh, 80. 80? Okay, I knew I had that right. You make me second guess myself. Um, and then 
Milt Wagner is supposed to be brought on as a special advisor. Um, well, I say supposed to be, but I would like to see him brought on as a special advisor, and that way we can get in good with the New Jersey kids again. Uh, number one, number three, and number 19 are all uh, big Kenny Payne guys, and, and one of them's a Milt Wagner guy for some reason. But um, And then have somebody like at Illinois, you got uh, Tim Anderson, which is a great defensive uh, coach. I like what he does there. And then for everybody who's skeptical of Kenny Payne, the one thing I've heard the most is he's not a great X's and O's guy. Uh, X's and O guy. And, and who, like, Den- Dennis Felton is a name I've been hearing behind the scenes. Uh, that can make a run for that X's and O's guy. Uh, for those of y'all that don't remember uh, Coach Felton, he coached at Western Kentucky a, a long time ago, uh, probably before Higgy was born. And he's he's done he's done things. I don't remember everything. I don't remember where he went after West. He went on to a bigger school after Western, maybe Minnesota. I don't remember. Uh, but I, just that that group of guys right there would excite me because I'm a big X's and O's guy. I'm a big recruiting guy. I'm a big build relationships guy. And that's something we had, even with Coach P, we didn't make a whole lot of hires to build relationships with recruits like the other teams were doing. And some said that was a good thing. Um, some some would would argue with that. But, man, I'm just I, – I, I'm excited to, to, to get Coach Payne back in the, uh, back in the fold – I, I still really like 100% believe that's what's going to the only and, and so real quick we're, we're going to make a call back to earlier I said I don't like to put stuff out there and I would I would have I would have changed if I could go back in time I would not have mentioned Kenny coming into town because this is why because when Kenny interviewed we expected an announcement to be made within a few few days like se- within 7 days and then there was a lot of public backlash about Kenny Payne. So we hired a search firm through a half a million dollars down the drain. Uh, wh- what that bought us really was time. It wasn't really we were buying a search firm. In my, again, this is all my opinion. So for those of you all that, that do radio in the city that like to bring up my name, um, this is me, my opinion. My opinion is, is they, they, they hired a search firm to give them a little bit more time. And it's worked because today, if you got on Twitter and said, hey, how many of y'all are against Coach Payne? It would be, two weeks ago, it would have been 50-50. Today, it's like 95-5. There's hardly anybody against them now. So it worked. Them hiring the search firm, in my opinion, worked. Uh, Was it smart to throw a half a million dollars down the drain when you don't really have the money to begin with? No. But the money that this man's going to make the university going forward, I think, will pay pay us back and pay everybody back tenfold. Um, so I won't mention any more Kenny Payne stuff because at this point, I have no idea when it's going to be. And I'm sorry if it's going to be announced, uh, when it's going to be announced. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Alvin. Man, I cannot thank you enough for coming in and joining us today. We really do appreciate it. No problem, man. Any anytime. Man, you this is like his third time on the show, and when he says anytime, he means it. We'll have him back on. Uh you know what? We'll have you back on after the coach, whoever it is, is announced. We'll have you back on. We can break down that hire. All right. All right, Alvin. All right, that's Alvin Sims, my guy. I'm sorry, some dude that I, I may or may not know. <laughs> and uh, you know, we appreciate you, Alvin.
All right, man. Talk to you guys later. Later. All right, man. All right. Oh, I just muted Higgy. Higgy, I'm sorry. Unmute yourself, Higgy. <laughs> I did. Okay. I was gonna give you all an update on the women's basketball game. Okay, please quick. go ahead and do that since we don't have a women's basketball person today. So we're <laughs> up at eleven and a half, thirty-two to twenty-one. Uh, Emily Inkster is leading the cards right now with six points and six rebounds. Okay. That that has been your Louisville update, women's basketball update. Sam will have to make it up to y'all next week. He's the one that's got all the info and stats and awards lists and all that good stuff. So we'll have him on. I'm scared of this dynamic right now, though, because I don't think I've ever done a show with just Sean and Higgy. Um, (laughs) And I don't have the ability to get on Twitter and say, hey, does anybody want to join us? I know somebody that does, but I don't think you wanted him to join. Who? Oh, no. Old Shorty himself. Old Shorty. The old Shorty. Oh, no. no, that you're oh, the no. one that's got beef with John, not me. But uh, you can reach out to him and ask him if he wants to join and give him the info. That's fine. But okay. what what we're going to do right now, though, is uh, we talked last week about Br- the Louisville football schedule was announced. And we didn't have it in front of us. We had other stuff we are going to talk about. So we're going to talk about that real quick. We're going to, I'm going to go through the games one by one, and then we'll, we'll come back and break those down. That may be way too early to break them down, but we're going to go ahead and give it a shot. Uh, Saturday, September the 3rd, we travel to Syracuse uh, to play the Syracuse Orange. The next week, we travel again to Orlando uh, to battle UCF. That's September the 10th. Six days later, we play our home opener against Florida State. Gosh. On a Friday night. Friday, September the 16th. Eight days later, though, we get to host South Florida here at home. So that should be be quite the game. Let's do this. Let's break that down in fours. Uh, We've not really – we don't know anything any differently. Oh, which, by the week – by the way, I am currently working on – look – also, I, I do apologize. I've had a couple people the last weeks tell me they were going to come on the show and then ha- have got busy not been able to, like Dion and Marcus. We do plan on having them on in the future. Uh, but this next one week from today, um, we plan to bring you a special. I, I wasn't going to record because I, I'm, I'm going to be on the road that day, uh, but we will record during the week, and I'll have to stop somewhere and upload it. On so I, I don't know how it's going to work yet. But we're going to have Louisville strength and conditioning coach Ben Souders on the show and talk with him. So y'all get y'all's questions in for us. Uh, even those that are on Higgy, Sean, get those questions together. Dalton, I know you're listening too. Um, get some good questions together and, and we'll talk to good old country boy, man. I, I really do. It's, I don't, so Kentucky is a, for the most part, a pretty religious state. And, uh, the the further south you get the more religious it gets and you know my 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 mom's side of the family my grandma my grandpa my uncles and aunts and cousins are all from right around about 30 miles north of bowling green in brownsville kentucky and uh at one of those little bitty country churches in brownsville kentucky um was the same church that that ben souders went to and my uncle's the pastor at that church uh, we've known Ben for, I mean, I'm not going to sit here in front like I know Ben because I don't know. I've seen him at church. Uh, I seen him more when he was a kid. Uh, well, we were both kids, but I say when he was a kid 
and I didn't know he was going to be a strength and conditioning coach for the national champion Georgia Bulldogs or for us, but I digress. But we're going to have him on the show. We're going to have some fun times with him, and uh, we're going to slowly but surely start to wrap up this uh, – seems like this season three just started. Uh, it, it did just start in August. This season has rolled by quick. Uh, once basketball is over with, we're going to go to the every two week or whenever breaking news occurs format. Uh, I'm going to be at a lot of Louisville baseball games because, man, I love, love Louisville baseball. But uh, we're going to start to slow down a little bit and then go into our summer schedule where, again, uh, at that point in the summer, June, July, and August, we will go to once a month or uh, – well, August, we normally ramp up at the end of August, but maybe May, June, and July will go once a month or whenever there's there's big news to discuss. We'll, we'll do it that way, too. Uh, hopefully, one of these shows is to – stop raising your hand, Higgy. Uh, one of those shows will be us discussing the uh, <clears throat> NCAA violations finally being handed down so we can get past that. I want to get over it. I know how uncomfortable it's going to be. Let's just get past that. It It, it is what it is, but – what what Higgy? You got your hand up. I was just gonna ask if we could do a live show out of the baseball stadium. You know what? I'm I'm gonna ask. I think we probably could get that approved. So I'll get myself free tickets to the game and make sure y'all have to pay. Um, just kidding. But we we do start slowing down once once April gets here. You know, basketball's over. There's really not anything except for baseball, which we love and we do focus on a lot. Uh, going on, and then that's normally when your odds and end stories pop off, and we'll, we'll, we'll represent that to our fullest. But we uh, can't believe it's already been three years of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast here uh, at the Fitness Market Studios, north, south, east, west, whatever direction you want to go. Um, I challenge, but I do have a challenge. We'll talk about that next week. Higgy, re- remind me that I've got a challenge for the rest of you all going forward. Okay. All right, we went off on a little tangent there. So we're going to break this down into four-game little mini-quadrants. We got at Syracuse, at Central Florida. We got South Florida, Florida State. Just off of what I saw last year and what I know is returning and the new pieces we got, I'm going to say we go three and one during this stretch. Sean, is that about that's what you were just, thinking? That's exactly what I was going for. I think the one's going to be Central Florida because that game is close and now it's going to be on the road. Even yeah, but they, they don't have their quarterback. Their quarterback's at UCLA. Or like I thought they were terrible after they lost him. I looked at Rick and like he went nine and four and won a bowl game. So I I just think that when you go on the road sometimes that environment I I think we'll beat Syracuse. I don't think they're gonna be much better. Uh and then uh USF is not good. Uh and I still think we have Florida State's number. Especially we play them better here anyway. Uh Higgy, what about you? Four and oh probably, right? I was going to say three and one, but the loss will be to Florida State. I just think Florida State has improved a lot this offseason with filling gaps they needed. Um, so I'm kind of a little bit scared about them. Um, but I don't see a Central Florida being a loss. I'll say that now. All right. You don't – not not to, to name drop again, but I just got a text from somebody pretty important. Uh, the next four-game stretch, we're at Boston College. At Virginia, by a week, Pittsburgh. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two and one. I think we probably 
I think it's again, it's what Sean said. We we lose a road game that we probably shouldn't at Virginia. I say we beat Pittsburgh here at home, and we win at Boston College. Uh, Higgy, I'll let you go first this time. W- what do you see us in, the, in that four game mini quadrant there? I want my heart says three and zero, but at the same time, my head's saying two and one, just okay. because Pittsburgh is going to be reloaded. Uh, they do have a very talented quarterback coming in. Okay, so that's uh, twice now that you've taken a home game that we normally win over an away game that we normally don't. So that's interesting. Sean, what about you? Uh, I'm going to say two and one as well. I think that the loss will be uh, probably at Virginia just because Brennan Armstrong, he has our number. We can't shut that guy down. Even when we shut him down, he still finds a way to come back to life. When we kill him, he comes back to life. All right, in the last – I'm going to bunch these games together, but the last five games of the season, we host Wake Forest, we host James Madison, we're at Clemson, host NC State, at Kentucky. You know, we have added Lance Taylor. We've added Ben Souders. We've added McGriff. We've added Dion Branch. I'm going 5-0. and oh. Now, I will admit that's with my heart. That is not a brain pick. That is Jeremy. 100% every year he says something. He has a way too hot pick. Uh, hot take. That's my hot take. Uh, because by the time, let's say we have a little trouble with Wake Forest. That's cool. But we, we've never had this before. We've never had a cupcake midseason. And we get to go before we play Clemson and beat up on James Madison. A lot of the other big teams in the country do play a week. 12 or week 13 right before the the now this isn't as late in the season as normal but they play a cupcake the week before they play the rival uh we get one a couple weeks before that which i I really like because that'll help us we normally have a tough game right before clemson which beats us down a little bit mentally uh we're gonna have we're gonna be able to go out there and just have another spring game uh november the 5th and i'm sorry if that offends anybody from james madison uh it is what it is and then we get to travel. Our first win ever against Clemson comes in Death Valley. And then we beat NC State at home. And then we go to Kentucky and we shove our foots up their candy butts. And we get revenge for this last year with whoever. The last two times they've beaten us, they've beaten us with a gimmick quarterback. So we're not going to fall for that three years in a row. Who was it two years ago, the little wide receiver that ran the ran the wild Lynn Bowden. Lynn Bowden. And then this year it was – what's his name? I don't even remember none of the players' names. Will Levis, I think, is his name or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, good old Will Levis, the one that turned all of his L's into upside-down seven. Real, He's about real, to lose his offensive coordinator, too. Well, that's because they don't like him no more. Uh, no, that's, that's just fiction right there. Sean, what what is your – for the last five games, what's your pick? I'm going to go four and one. Uh, the one I still can't – the Clemson game, I just – I don't know if this is going to be the year. I thought last year was the year. And now going on the road, we know how screwy things go down there with referees and moving chains and all that junk. Uh, but NC State's going to be favorable for us. I think, we, I think we can get them here at home. We had them on the ropes at their place before we just totally lost it the second half. Uh, and then uh, I think we can. I think we beat Kentucky. I don't know if we're going to destroy them, but I think we're going to surprise. We're going to destroy them. 
And then let's see here. Who else we have? Wake Forest. Oh, we're going to stomp Wake Forest. We're going to, I don't care if Sam Hartman's back or not. We're going to just rip them a new one. Uh, and then, you know, the other game, James Madison, that's obvious. <laughs> that's just going to be, we're going to get some freshmen in. That's going to be one of them four games that freshmen get to play uh, to get some, you know, valuable experience where somebody really shows out in that game. They might play in the rest of the games the rest of the year. Also, really quick, before I ask Higgy, uh, full disclosure, Marcus was supposed to be on the show today. I have not been able to get a hold of him. So this isn't a situation where I promoted and the greatest number five of all time to be on the show. And then we we brought Alvin in, who was another number five. Um, and there's no – me and Marcus are cool. So there's an, I'm not throwing any shade. Like, I, know, I know what the keyboard warriors are going to say, but, you know – that, that that was not the like that was not my intention was to make fun of Marcus for not being here. So I do see a lot of people responding. I said that I did tweet out before the show that we were going to have a <clears throat> special number five on the show today, and everybody thought I was talking about Marcus, but you know that's who it was supposed to be, and that ain't who it's going to be. So or that's not who it was. Higgy, b- before I ask you real quick, what were your thoughts when you got on the screen earlier and Alvin was there? Because I didn't tell anybody I was bringing him on. Did you know who he was? Yes, I did. You did? From previous shows. Yes. You've never seen him before. How did you know that was him? His name wasn't on the screen. I just, just not, you've mentioned him in the past, and also, too, we had him on the show before. Higgy, how old were you in 1996? I was less than a year. Okay. So you wouldn't have even seen him play basketball. So that, that was my point. Uh, dang, Alvin, you're old. Um, I'm not, though. It's debatable. No, it's not debatable to anybody that, that values their job. Um, Higgy, <laughs> last five games. Four and one. I think Clemson's going to be our hiccup more than anything else. They got they return 21 starters I saw the other day, so that's going to be some scariness to it. Okay, so next week, remember, you're, I, I've got a challenge for the CSC members, and also I'm going to reveal why I'm angry with Higgy. So I'm, I'm very, very angry with him right now. And uh, I'll let y'all know why next week. Uh, I think he probably knows right now. So it is what it is. Before we get to the last half of the show, the rapid fire, um, I say last half. We're already more than halfway through. Let's talk about some of our fine sponsors. Shack in the Back Barbecue, our guy Chris. Give him a call. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that is not our guy, Chris. That is Miss Barbara. Give her a call, 363-3BBQ. She's out in Fairdale. They are working very hard to get their new building up. Uh, they keep getting tripped up by the the construction people. That's some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life, and y'all know I don't just say things to be saying them. That's the God's honest truth. Our friends Chris and Sarah out at Fitness Market are doing a liquidation sale still, 502-882-2694. I've got a treadmill, a, a seated stair stepper, an exercise bike, some dumbbells. I've got something else I don't remember that I got from there, but – Everything has been top top notch. I'm going to start my goal to to getting back to better health now that I'm done with COVID. I was starting my diet and stuff then, and then COVID hit and it kind of threw me for a loop. But uh, I am starting tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm going to destroy Higgy in this weight loss challenge that we're starting tomorrow, and uh, I'm I'm going for 12 pounds this week. So watch me watch me work. Uh, but anyway, then. Then our guy Chris out at Four Pegs Beer Lounge, 634-1447 on the corner of Goss Avenue, 
right down there by uh, where my dad is in the hospital at. So I'm going to, next time I go down there, I'm going to stop for some lunch over there. But uh, Higgy, what kind of specials do we got going on at Four Pegs for this upcoming week? Just the usual, the $5 all-you-can-eat wings on Wednesday night, uh, $18.99 with the beer, PBR. Uh, they got the brisket chili still in season right now. Um, but watch them out for them tonight. They do have a uh, Super Bowl commercial. Chris said it'll make uh, you laugh, cry, and enjoy some company in Four Pegs. Wait, they got a Super Bowl commercial? Yes, he's got a Super Bowl commercial coming out tonight. So be on Wait, wait, wait. Is it a local Super Bowl commercial or is it a national? Because there's a big difference. Uh, he just said, watch out into me. In the All text. right. So we'll go, we'll go national because we want to give our guys some, you better shout us out, Chris, or we're going to stop talking about you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, last but not least, our guy Rob Black out at Derby city lawn and landscaping 502-773-5757. Um, he's doing landscaping mostly right now, but get in line because the yard work is coming up and, uh, it's going to be a hot summer and he takes care of he will mow your yard. He will seed it. He will aerate it. He'll, he does all that. And right now is the, the perfect time to, to do the seeding and aeration um, because that will get your yard ready for the fall. So give him a call. Again, it's 502-773-5757. Last but not least, uh, our great, great friends at All-American Pool Company, Pool and Supply Company, give them a call, 448 the Pences not only are great people, as you all know, Dalton is on the show. And if you all are planning on wanting to build a pool, it's time to call them now to get that. Go in, get it drawn up, get it planned, get it built, and get ready for the summertime. Again, it's 502-448-0300. So we're heading to the closing part of the show. We do our rapid fire. First off, Montrez uh, was traded to the Hornets. Him and Terry Rozier back on the same team. That team's look a lot different since Trey. I know it's only been two games, but has looked a lot different with him back. Uh, with him back on the same team as Terry, I think a lot of the, you know, I think that uh, that he's creating some matchup issues and he's drawing away some of the double teams, and that's allowing Terry had a triple double Trez's first game. And was one rebound or one assist shy of having one last night? I believe it was one assist. One assist. Okay. So, yeah, I think they're going to call it. They're going to – now we just need to get uh, Jordan Warrick traded to the Hornets and and uh, and have Gorgie traded to the Hornets, and I think we'll be good at that point. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Have Donovan traded to the Hornets, and then we'll have us – and then move the Hornets to Louisville, and then we'll be in a good shape. Wow, look at that. And, yeah, Michael Jordan, sell team, buddy. It's okay. I mean, that was a rumor when I was in high school was that the Hornets were moving to Louisville, and it never came to fruition, but it is I what it is. The Hornets and the Grizzlies, right? The yep, Hornets the Hornets, the Grizzlies. the Grizzlies, then the Rockets, if you'll remember. That's, I remember that, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and then the Kings, and that never – like the Kings was the one that got least far. The other ones we at least came up on the docket. The Kings one was just a Sacramento owner trying to get some leverage. Sort of like all these guys that are saying – that their Louisville uh, head coach candidates are all getting pay bumps and stuff. Uh, that's what it kind of reminds me of, Kenny Payne. Um, the softball team was 4-1 and one in their opening FAU first pitch classic. Uh, they did get beat in their last game, uh, I think, by Ohio State is, was their only loss of the weekend. And I think it was like 12-8. to eight. It was something where Ohio State came back at the end 
you know what? I'm not even gonna say it because I don't. I just remember seeing the updates throughout the day because I was subscribed to them on Twitter. Uh, last but not least, Baseball Media Day. We do have that up on the website. You can hear from uh, Ben Metzinger. You can hear from Cam Masterman. You can hear from Dan McDonald. Uh, give me a second, and I can tell you who else you can hear from. Uh, I had the, I had everybody memorized, and then I just dropped the ball there. You could also hear from Michael Prosecchi, uh, Jared Polin, and Tate, T-A-T-E. I want to make sure I said that right, Tate Cooner. So great information from that. Baseball season around the corner. So hyped for that. So excited to be able to be out in open air and watch baseball with the CSC team. I know a couple of them like to go watch the ball game, so we'll probably be riding together. Uh, something else real quick. I've had a couple people ask, hey, what about y'all putting your show on YouTube so we could also watch it? Now, uh, I think they want to be able to comment during the show. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to do that because that does take a lot of extra preparation as far as and, and, and don't none of these lazy bums help me out with the show. No way. I got to do everything myself as it is. So I'm not sure I'm willing to, uh, I'm just kidding, add an extra layer like that. But if we get more, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's get, let's, let's get myself. My, let's get, oh, I'm trying to think. Give me a second. Let's just, let's look for more responses. If y'all like that idea. Tweet one of us, let us know. If you don't like it, tweet us, let one of us know. Uh, I'm not sure you want to see my pretty face on the video. Anyway, right now, I can. Uh, they can attest I have a mohawk made of sweat because I'm burning up. I had to pull my jacket and my hat off. I'm sitting here in my flex top, I mean my tank top, and that's not something y'all want to see. Uh, Sean's sitting out in front of the University of Louisville somehow. Higgy's sitting out in front of a Whataburger. So I'm not sure y'all want to see that, but hey, if it's something y'all want to see, that's fine. Uh, and not the message board, kids, because I know you just want to, uh, spoiler alert, I'm fat. So go ahead and use that against me if you want to. Uh, I just think people like that just want to be able to use your, your appearance against you. I'm not really big on that, but we'll see. Uh, shout out to, uh, to I think it was Greg Choir. Is that how you pronounce his last name, Higgy? Yeah, that initially he initially uh, suggested that, and then there's been a whole bunch of other people have said since that that kind of followed along. With, I think they just want to make fun of Higgy and Sean during the show, so that might be something that uh, that I'm up to. I don't Higgy. What do you keep? You keep. Yeah, what is he doing? What, what do you keep doing? I'm watching the game here, and it, they're up 58 to 34 right now. Um, Emily Ingster is one, no, two points away from a double double. And five assists. Awesome. Also, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I think everybody except for Higgy knew what he meant. So, so we'll 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 talk about the YouTube thing. Maybe, maybe not. Go to cardinalsportzone.com though, the place that I'll begin. Check out our features. Jeff has got some exit interviews with Aiden Robbins and Dana Kennard. He's got some new ones coming up this week. Thought he had a new one coming up last week, but it never happened. And Dalton's been trying to his best to get uh, interviews with the whole volleyball team. So far, he's got Tori Dilfer, Anna Stevenson. He's working on a couple more. Trying to get in with Danny Busboom Kelly, but, uh, man, she's busy. We've not been able to do that. But speaking of Dalton, check in every day, Monday through Friday, to Locked on Louisville. You can go to his Twitter at D Pence. Uh, is it D underscore Pence or D Pence underscore? D Pence underscore. D Pence underscore. Sorry, I'm getting a message as we speak. Uh, 
Okay, it's uh, change the process for another required. Okay. Okay, I don't know what that's supposed to say. Anyway, so make sure you go check out his podcast. It's Dpence underscore, um, and he he has me on every week. We have a blast. Uh, and in the show here, maybe I should have spaced that show out a little bit differently. We did a majority of it before the break, and then rapidly fired throughout the rest of the show. But shout out again to all of our fine sponsors: Fitness Market, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs Beer Lounge, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. All-American Pool Supply Company, and we are currently working on more. If you would like to be one of more, give us a call for all sponsorship opportunities at 502-694-0375. If you'd like to reach us on social media, you may do so at the following. For the website, it is at Card Sport Zone. One card, one sport, one zone. Uh, On Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, it is Cardinal Sports Zone, three words. On YouTube, it is Cardinal Sports Zone, one word. As for the podcast, you can find us on all the podcast avenues, over 125 in all, uh, including the more popular Apple, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and iHeart. Hit the subscribe button now. Uh, to clear up another question, when we ask you all to subscribe to the podcast, we're not saying there's a subscription fee. Uh, somebody asked me where they could send the money last week, and I do appreciate that. But uh, we want you to just hit the subscribe button so you're the first to get this podcast every week. After we get done with it, I will edit it. Sean will get the story together, and then we'll put that story out later. But as soon as I put the show live, it's normally about an hour before we get the rest of that done. You'll be you'll you'll have a heads up on everybody else. So we really do appreciate everybody that does support us, but just hit that subscribe button or follow. Some of them say follow instead of subscribe. Uh, check out all of our exclusives, as I said earlier, on cardinalsportzone.com, the place that I'll begin. Shout out to everyone out there who's sharing the podcast. We really do appreciate you all. If you have any ideas or suggestions for guests, shoot me a DM at Jeremy underscore CSZ individually. As I said, Dalton is at D Pence underscore. Joey is at Joe Woman 526. Wes is West B underscore 42. Sam's is Baseboy124. And then you got Sean's, who is at Elville Sean. And you got Cartman's, which I mean, uh, Higgy's, which is I am the Higgy. 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 At the end of the third quarter, the cards lead 58 to 37. You know, I gave Sam before. We, you know, we got last. I gave Sam a pretty hard time last week about him only tweeting out three times a game and going and covering the games. But I think I found out what happened. I don't think his tweets send out while he's there. I think there's so much log jam that that some of his tweets it go to his, go go to his drafts and don't ever get tweeted out. Because I noticed sometimes it looks like he'll tweet like one right after the other, like there's like there's supposed to be a tweet before it. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like there's something said before it. And then this tweet's like a follow-up, but it just stands on them. Like, that just looks kind of weird. Why would he tweet that? I mean, they're... <laughs> so I think it might be the case. Is he thinks some are going out and not going out. All right. Well, I'm ap- I'm apologizing to him. I don't apologize a lot, but I'm going to go ahead and apologize to him on that because I'm like, dude, you go you go to cover the games, you only tweet out three times a game? Come on, man. Uh, but I did call him out. That was last week after I called him out, called him out about missing our our guys weekend that he canceled on <laughs> um, at the la- at the very last second. But no, so I'm apologizing to you, Sam. I also want to I'm 
not going to throw an apology out completely to the message board guys because I know y'all enjoy doing that. It was not my intention to uh, look down on you because you, you just because I don't do the message boards and you do. But in that same respect, I would like for you all to understand that I do know people that y'all don't know. So it kind of evens out there. So I do send my apologies to uh, – hold on. What was the one guy who I, I hurt his feelings and he got somebody else to tweet me and ask me why I blocked him. Um, yeah, we're doing this on air. So just just bear with me. Bear with me. Where is it at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm just trying to be a, a fair leader here. So give me one sec. Oh, here it is. So his username over on Cardinal Authority is Vilcard502. He's the one that called me that dude on Twitter and later called me that little blogger boy. Uh, so, <laughs> little blogger boy. Six, seven, three, seventy-five. I'm, I'm little blogger boy. Uh, but it is what it is. I only blocked you because you tried to tell me something that I knew that you didn't. It is what it is. If you'd like to reach out to me somehow – uh, reach out to one of your friends that do follow me. I'll unblock. I don't know what your name is on Twitter to unblock you, but I'll unblock you. I'm a, I'm a fair dude here. Uh, any, oh, also give our guy Kevin at L1C4 The Arts a follow. He's got great Cardinal merchandise. He's working on Super Bowl merchandise as we speak. So hit him up. Uh, any last words? Uh, Sean the Virgo. Uh, just be safe and maybe, maybe our team can get at least one or two wins. I'm hoping. I hope for the best, but I don't see it. All right, Higgy. Everybody stay safe this week and we'll see what happens. No, you stay safe on you stay safe on your way to Iowa this week. How about you stay safe? You know, yeah, the middle of God's country. Yeah, we'll talk more about that next we'll talk more about that next week as to why I'm angry with Higgy. Um <laughs> Thanks again for all your support. We love you all. Until the next time, this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. I hope Higgy has to pull over at three come and goes on the way there. <laughs> they do have some of the best chocolate milk I've ever had at uh, at the quick stop. I'm ready to see the I-80 truck stop. <laughs> Yeah, we stopped there the last time on the way. It's huge, just for no reason. Stopping Ames, they got nothing but Iowa State stuff all over their gas station. You go on gas and it's number Iowa State. <laughs> Shout out again to Alvin for joining the show. We'll have, gosh, I, we'll have Ben Souders hopefully next week. Earl Clark the next. We got a bunch of guests coming up. And then we'll be heading off to the offseason. This has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Once again, you all have a good day. Go Cards. Nah, nah, nah.